0: You're listening to Mischief Media. Hey, Nonplus listeners. This week's sponsor is the OG nerd subscription box, Loot Crate. We love Loot Crate. We've got art, collectibles,
1: and t-shirts from our own subscription adorning our shelves at this very moment. Why did you put t-shirts on a shelf? Well, I i didn't it's just it's for the ad we've got loot crate stuff you know decor it would
0: be weird to have t-shirts on a shelf yes
1: it would but you could put it in a frame or if it's signed you might shadow box it with other stuff Loot crate
0: is the monthly subscription service that partners with entertainment gaming sports and pop culture brands to deliver themed crates right to your little geeky hands choose from
1: a ton of different crates from specific franchises like marvel or general themes like anime gaming
0: sci-fi and more Best part, they offer local shipping in a ton of different countries, so geeks around the world rejoice. To get 15% off your first loot crate order, you've got to use our very special link
1: in the episode description. And when you're ready to purchase, use code NONPLUST and snag that
0: discount. Use it for a gift, use it for a subscription, just don't use it late for dinner. What? Click the link in the episode description and use the code NONPLUST at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. I'll geek to that. And one for Mahler. So, like, what if every time we say national treasure that we like dub in Bruno Mars's treasure?
1: Absolutely not. Okay.
0: <laughs> you think this is a morning zoo? I mean, it wouldn't be that much work, right? <laughs> it wouldn't be that much work, would it?
1: It's not a matter of whether or not it would be work, it's a matter of whether or not it would be annoying.
0: Yeah, fair enough. <laughs>
1: to another episode of Nonplussed, a pro-choice romp through the Disney Plus Vault. That over there is my husband, Clancy.
0: And over there is my beautiful husband, Josh.
1: And this is Nonplussed, a mischief media podcast. Yes, we believe in bodily autonomy for all. Boop, boo, boo, boo. That's uh, all we're going to say, because we're here for a distraction for people. But just in case anyone was wondering, yes, um, uh, women and deuteruses with uteruses... Uh, yep. We support your privacy and uh, bodily autonomy here on Nonplussed.
0: Absolutely. fucking If you can
1: get pregnant, you should be able to make decisions about how, when, where, and why. Yes. Um. Hi! Hello, everyone. Welcome. Just real quick, again, Mischief merch. Lots of new stuff coming all summer long. There are now Ms. Captain Marvel slip-on shoes. Yep. For men's and women's and all of them in between's. Um and of course as we move from gay pride to gay wrath month we've still got lots <laughs> of um gay nerd stuff up on mischiefmerch.com. We just got our new shirts. We just got our new shirts, our tees and tanks. We need to take photos for them for the social meds. Yeah. But also I feel like we each need another set so that we can actually cut one in a crop top along the little scissor line.
0: Yeah, we should get another
1: set. Cuz I want I like a full t-shirt but I don't own a crop top so let's make one. Yeah, for sure. All righty. And they they do they put the the scissor lying right there on the T-shirt for you. Also, Broadway Con, it's right around the corner as you hear this. There are still tickets available. New programming is getting announced regularly. Mm-hmm. And if, uh, you can get more information on that on BroadwayCon.com. But I'm mentioning it in the Merch section. It's got a lot of great Broadway Con merch that's new for this year. Yeah. Um, Get anything that's MCU related or non-plus related. Use the code nonplus 10 to get 10% off your total order. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Where's our research come from, Clancy? Oh, well, our research uh, for this week's episode comes from Wikipedia, IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and Box Office Mojo. That's
1: where we get it from. And what are we talking about this week, Clancy? Well, well.
0: Happy July, everyone. Yeah, so, th- I mean, this is, this, is, this is right on, I think it's on brand for July. It's certainly, and it's on brand for any of you who
1: are feeling any certain kind of way about your government right now.
0: Oh my god! Which is almost why I was like, we're "Do we it light. do we even do this anyways?" We're keeping it light. We are keeping it light because this movie is trash. It is national treasure. Yes, it is.
1: Goodness, podcast favorite John Turtletop We've covered him like twice. <laughs> we have. I think it was um while you were sleeping and Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yep, both. Uh, um, he's
0: also directed the Meg.
1: <laughs> so so that's a lot of fun blessing this was released november 19th 2004
0: yep goes for a lugubrious 131 minutes i'm just gonna say we have some trivia at the at the end i'm just gonna put it out there now uh the original cut of this yeah four hours long
1: no <laughs> nope so. screenplay by jim koof and cormac and marianne wiberly uh how dare you how dare all of you? How dare all um. of you?
0: <laughs> this is this is yeah. Oof. I mean, we'll get into it. Wait. Let's let's talk about the cast first. I
1: have to imagine most people listening to this uh, have already seen this and can probably guess what we're going to say about it. Absolutely, buckle in, kids. It's going to be a fun
0: ride. Both of us have seen this movie before.
1: Yeah, it's been. So, Im- I think I've only seen it once though. Yeah,
0: I've seen it a few times, but I mean, it's mainly because it was a Disney movie. It was PG and it was allowed in the house. Uh, sure. So, the cast. The cast. We have Nicolas Cage as Benjamin Franklin Gates.
1: Yeah. All the men in this family um, have cheesy ass names Uh, like Hunter Gomez plays young Benjamin Gates.
0: Yeah. Uh, Who arguably a better actor.
1: Yes. Sean Bean plays Ian Howe with a mullet that uh, (laughs) reeks of a decade prior to when this film was actually
0: produced. Every time you see this guy in a movie it's like, well, there's the villain.
1: Well sure until you got to Game of Thrones and then it was well Game of Thrones had its own problems. It Diane really, Kruger really as Dr. Abigail Chase.
0: Uh we have Justin Bartha as Riley Poole.
1: John Voight as Patrick Henry
0: Gates. Harvey Keitel as Agent Peter Sadowski.
1: And Christopher Plummer as John Adams Gates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, is there anything that we need to say before we get into this one?
0: Um if you liked this movie we're probably about to tear into it. Yeah, so if-
1: if you have any fond memories, sorry.
0: <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Yeah.
1: All right. Here we go. Benjamin Franklin Gates is an American historian, cryptographer, and treasure hunter. When Ben was young, his grandfather John told him that Charles Carroll passed on a secret to their ancestor in 1832 of a treasure hidden by the Knights Templar, the Founding Fathers, and the Freemasons. The clue leading to the treasure is the phrase, the secret lies with Charlotte. While Ben is convinced by the story, his skeptical father Patrick dismisses it as nonsense. Thirty years later, Ben and his computer expert Riley Poole head an expedition financed by wealthy Ian Howe to find the Charlotte, a ship lost in the Arctic. Within, they find a pipe whose engravings reveal the next clue is on the Declaration of Independence. When Ian reveals himself to be a mercenary and suggests stealing the Declaration, a fight ensues and the group splits. Well, we're off to a a start in another movie of a flashback within a flashback, and also maybe there's another flashback. Yeah, it was like like mostly recently it was Kid in King Arthur's Court, but maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe there was another one.
0: Oh, Sorcerer's Apprentice.
1: Oh oh shit yeah.
0: He basically starts the movie off the same fucking way. Oh my god, you're absolutely <laughs> right. He sure does. It's the same fucking trope. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Mr.
1: Turtle, Tob.
0: I mean, yeah that that was literally my first note. Is it's like okay, so we're watching Sorcerer's Apprentice again.
1: <laughs> I will say I got kind of Sam Raimi vibes uh, from how the flashback fades into a further flashback with Christopher Plummer's eye over that unfinished pyramid. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool.
0: It was kind of neat. And I mean, again, this is a Jerry Bruckheimer joint, so there's going to be a lot of a lot of that. An
1: 18 year old Jerry Bruckheimer joint.
0: Yeah. Wait, was he 18 when this was made?
1: No, honey. The film is 18 years old. It was made oh. in 2004,
0: God,
2: 2004. I was going to
1: be
0: like, wow, for 18? No,
1: Jerry yeah. Bruckheimer was probably already on his second resurrection by the time they were producing this one.
0: <laughs> it's
1: just he's got to spend so much time in the Lazarus pits at this point. Yeah. Sorry, that's this isn't even Disney lore. Anyway, continue.
2: <laughs> <laughs> A treasure. A treasure beyond all imagining. A treasure that had been fought over for centuries by tyrants, pharaohs, emperors, warlords. And every time it changed hands, it grew larger. And then,
1: suddenly, it vanished. Clearly, it's, it's there's strapping. a style happening here. Yeah, and also as someone who plays a lot of Assassin's Creed, this movie feels like Templar propaganda.
0: A little bit,
1: <laughs> and it's also like you know, also Andrew Jackson was an absolute fucking slave owning racist shitlord. Yeah, and they're all like Andrew Jackson. We got to tell Andrew Jackson about the treasure. I don't give a fuck about Andrew Jackson. Yeah,
0: there's there's a lot of uh, rose colored glasses. Is what I wrote in here over the founding fathers well really
1: what you do is you gotta shift the lenses right into different like... combinations <laughs> mm-hmm. to be able to not see all of the fucking colonialism and slavery that happens all throughout american history that's the big metaphor here. yeah <laughs> ruckheimer didn't realize it it's kind of a wachowski level metaphor Absolute when you think literally. about it but yeah the practically dh john voight still looks like a shitty racist old coot oh my God. allegedly allegedly oh, this is, podcast is, is for alleged? entertainment purposes Oh no, he goes off on Twitter nonsense all the time, but I'm not looking oh, to get no. anybody crawling up our ass Anyways. because we have a certain, because these two homosexual men who are pro abortion rights, vocally supporting our friends, the Uterati, the we're U- <laughs> vocally supporting the Uterati, heaven forbid any of us have anything to say against uh hyper conservative uh, rich white men. Rich white men in, in general. Yeah. Gasp. Gasp.
0: <laughs> uh, so the Masons were effectively like oligarchs or whatever the fuck o- Oligarchs. Oligarchs. I guess. I guess because like they were holding on to a bunch of this
1: effectively wealth. I mean, look, if <laughs> I'm going to side with anybody in any of this reconstructive historical trash, I feel like I at least like Dan Brown's better. I feel like it's a bit more exciting. Who's Dan Brown, you know, uh, fucking Da Vinci code and oh, angels and yeah. demons. It's the same flavor of film. It's your sort of,
0: I don't think I've ever seen Da Vinci code. It's not on the platform, but I think it is. No, on, but it's on, on HBO max. max yeah. So maybe you should watch that.
1: They're just long. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Moving on. Can you tell, we don't want to talk about this movie because it's kind
0: <laughs> of awful. Well, speaking of John Voight and like, it
1: looks like he's wearing a mask of someone else's skin.
0: <laughs> it's so gross. And, it also- and there's like
1: a layer of stem cells in between <laughs> to make it look like it's actually moist
0: i know like it feels
1: like you could flick his cheek and it would ripple
0: i know it's so <laughs> gross and completely unbelievable because you've got this one dad and it's like oh john voight he's fucking old
1: you know what they tried to make john voight look like in this scene what conan o'brien's dad think about it although i feel like conan would be offended
0: <laughs> but that I looks mean, like it, a, it exactly looks like his a hair. It's Yes, it is hair exactly spray. his hair. My God. Uh, the Man, next... when they give his name as fucking... Benjamin Franklin Gates. Benjamin Franklin. Come on, kids. Fucking stupid. And... You know that the father mm. who has apparently doesn't want anything to do with this this treasure hunting. Sure, he's the one that named his kid that. I know, right? And then come to find out later in the movie that he continued to look for the treasure because they apparently looked together mm-hmm. for a while, and then he at some point decided that it's Swiss cheese. This movie,
1: it is. It's like they're trying to be um, Indiana Jones and his father. Yeah, um, yeah. In I, in a weird new way, and it's just not, none of it's actually working it, at all. It's not really. And, you know, I'm no archaeologist, but I feel like it would take a little bit more effort to actually find a 200-year-old ship buried beneath snow. It seems like he was digging for, he hadn't even broken a sweat and went, oops, here's the bow Yeah, just
0: gunk, like. Just right
1: there. Look, I'm look sorry. how lucky we there are. There would
0: have been at least 10 10- 20 feet of ice on well, top of it. And
1: even once they excavated, I feel like there's not enough people, not enough tools. Yeah. And the inside of this boat, again, folks, this is what you come here for. There's no way that there's all this light dusting of snow on the inside of this boat.
0: There's also no way that there was that much light inside that right. boat. <laughs> because if, if truly it was covered in snow and all they did was exca- ex- excavate the top portion of it, there right. wouldn't have been any way for them to have seen What was going on inside?
1: Not the tools and equipment and time that they had put in. No, no, no. Also. Makes no
0: damn sense. They just start wildly breaking open barrels. How do they know what's inside them?
1: This is where I had a pro tip. Don't go uncorking random bungholes if you don't know what kind of shit's inside. I'm sorry. What? That's a bunghole.
0: Is that what those are called?
1: You know this. You used to work at a winery. That hole in the side of the cask where you'd put... That's a bunghole.
0: Oh, yes. You're right. And they just
1: go around... Popping out these bungholes and all this nasty black shit goes spurting out all over. Everybody. Don't just don't go poking random bungholes. But it also to
0: the all gunpowder. Yes. Which is like, I do not know there would have been.
1: Wait, fun. look, uh, if if you're looking for historically accurate adventure films, these ain't this it. This no, is no, is no, it. no,
0: no, no, it's not. No, ma'am. We also get introduced to Riley here through a bunch of techno computer babble that is just nonsense
1: yes i feel like the direction justin bartha got for the character of riley was you're ben's gay best friend and you're jealous of any woman who gets near him because you hate all women as much as you hate your
0: mother that's exactly what they told because
1: he was just snitty and shitty Yeah, his character was... And a third word that rhymes.
0: Entirely unlikable.
1: Yes. For the wrong reasons, I feel like the target audience for this movie was Boy Scouts or Cub Scouts. I mean, Because it's an older, smart gentleman and a plucky, young person. And the boyish person looks up to his father figure here and gets real jealous when any ladies come in. And they both think girls are dumb.
0: Yeah. It's just
1: it and really, some of these jokes and the way that a lot of this is directed they really said let's try to appeal to 13 year old boys who have daddy issues yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> and i say that as a former cub scout <laughs> who was a 13 year old boy with daddy issues
0: can we talk about how the dude scream when the like uh skeleton popped out well,
1: yes but i would have made the exact same sound
2: You handled
0: that well, <laughs> fucking sounded like Tina Belcher.
2: Yes, like
0: but <laughs> I would have be the exact I know same you would sound.
2: have. Chase, you can't be serious, serious as a judge. Judges, by the way, are most interested in the testimony of the insurance adjuster, and I will testify against you.
1: Oh, oh I got it. You'll flood your basement.
0: And then we get this whole because I mean, again, we, we mentioned that there was this gunpowder, yes, that they were just strewing across the entire deck not even like trying to be like oh hey this is a flammable substance that maybe we shouldn't be doing anything with because also this ship that they found is probably worth a lot of fucking money right like Like, in in and of of itself itself, you could have gone and been like we found this ship took whatever clue you found from it instead of fucking blowing it up
1: all sorts of
0: problems and then we get a muppet treasure island moment Oh, yes. Where the they light power. the gunpowder on fire and then they're running back and forth. Nice try,
2: though, yeah. <laughs>
1: after they find that pipe and there's the clue and he cuts his finger and smushes the blood on it. How are you? Look, if you're this kind of an archeologist, even if you're just an independent researcher or whatever, you're going to come with some kind of kit so you don't have to cut your thumb and rub your blood all over. Yeah. What the fuck?
0: Put a protein on something that's that old. No. What?
1: It's the weirdest thing you've ever said on this podcast.
0: Well, that's what it is. I mean, you know what I mean? Like a a, uh, natural substance that you're putting on something that is going to only degrade it further.
1: I mean, maybe, but I think that that was ivory, which means it's elephant tusk, which means if anything, it'll just seep into it. But I don't know if it'll
0: degrade it but it did wipe completely off because they show it later and I there's sh- no blood on
1: yeah, it. I, you really have to suspend your disbelief right out the fucking window. You because really at, do. The, at this moment, I made the note that Ben sounds like he's making shit up. Like Dale did figuring out where fucking chip and uh, Ellie were. Yes. sounds It sounds the exact same thing. Like he's making these odd, obscure, non sequitur connections. Yeah.
2: Iron. It was firm. It was mineral. No, 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 It was, It was firm, it was adamant, it was resolved. It was resolved. Mr. Matlack can't offend. Timothy Matlack was the official scribe of the Continental Congress. Calligrapher, not writer. And to make sure he could not offend the map, it was put on the back of a resolution that he transcribed. A resolution... I also...
0: Hear me out for a second. Okay. When Ian says that he wants to, like borrow the declaration of independence or whatever at that point wouldn't you have just been like yeah okay well let's just keep going with this like why is it that that's the point so quickly it really does and it doesn't it's like it would be different if they got the declaration of independence and like once they once they had done the, the 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 thieving portion of it that at that point was like hey let's They were trying to then. I
1: don't even think they have to go that far. If Ian is a person with money and he shows up to a government agency of any sort and says, I'm going to pay you this money. If you allow us to conduct this research, they're probably going to do it. But again, you have to suspend your disbelief
0: a lot. I I really would have preferred it to have been the other way around or at least made the villain change further into the movie because who cares at yeah, this point I mean, in the beginning like if the character well, that you, and that's
1: the other thing is that they expect the audience to care about the declaration of independence as a historical artifact and uh, i think in the year of our lord 2020. 2022 yeah uh we could take it or
0: leave it <laughs> i mean i mean
1: we're keeping it light
0: we are we're gonna keep it light <laughs> and in the spirit of keeping it light that's all that i have for this first section yeah. well the last note that i had was
1: after watching our flag means death i have to wonder whether that smuggler's hold is actually named for something else oh cuz it's it's the one thing that protects them from the blast yeah they can jump in and be hidden and safe and perhaps unheard as they're smuggling one another's holes uh-oh Uh Uh-oh, it's a gay pirate show. You should go watch it if you haven't It really is good. It's so good. So good. They got a second season. Very excited. Yes. Shall we move on? Let's do it. Ben and Riley report Ian's play into the FBI and Dr. Abigail Chase of the National Archives, but no one believes their claim. Ben decides to protect the declaration by removing it from the archives preservation room during a gala event. He successfully obtains the declaration only to be spotted by Ian's group just as they break in to steal it. Ben tries to leave via the gift shop, but has to buy the declaration when the clerk mistakes it for a souvenir copy. Abigail confronts Ben and takes back the document as Ian promptly kidnaps her. Ben and Riley rescue Abigail, tricking Ian with a souvenir copy of the declaration. FBI agent Sadusky begins tracking Ben down. We get the scene... Subhead, lower third, whatever, as we go in, and it's the J. Edgar Hoover building. And all I could think of was that line from Clue. J. Edgar
2: Hoover. That's right. The head of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Why is J. Edgar Hoover on your phone? I didn't know. He's on
1: everybody else's. Why shouldn't he be on mine? Excuse me. Why shouldn't he be on mine?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a better movie. It's not to say that I don't believe that Nick Cage can act, because he's good in some stuff he, he's clearly having fun but it's, none of this is grounded none of it is grounded none of it feels real I, at all and it's just like
1: I had two notes here right back to back as no they're word. having this dialogue exchange one was I've always wanted to smell Riley's jawline <laughs> immediately followed by Riley she's in the fucking room you way faced pubescent don't comment on her looks
2: Dr. Chase can see you now Mr. Brown thank you Mr. Brown Family name doesn't get a lot of respect in the academic community. Huh. Being kept down by a man. Very
0: cute man.
2: Thank you. Good afternoon,
0: gentlemen. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is
1: where, like, R- Riley's... Uh, I mean, I feel like I'm being kind to call it a passive-aggressive hatred towards women. Like, I yeah. feel like that's understating the performance here or the character.
0: Yeah. For whatever reason, they, they are just treating women fucking terribly yeah. in this movie.
1: And either turtle top or Bruckheimer loves a blonde with an accent. Cause it was the same way in sorcerer's apprentice.
0: They even brought it up. There was yeah. even a line. It was like, are you American? Yes. I'm American, but I moved here from somewhere else. It's yeah. just like, who, why, what, what, why did that need to happen? Because they didn't just be,
1: no, they needed to make sure that you knew that she was an American. <sighs> that even though she sounded German, she's not like the bad German sounding people. She's a good German sounding person.
0: But why even? I don't know. I don't it's know. So I don't stupid. know. Can't it's ask such why. a dumb choice.
1: On a Bruckheimer turtle top joint, you just got to strap in and take your ride.
0: Yeah. But they're
1: getting these full on chubs from old white dudes who were slave owners talking about responsibility to take action and such in such a gloriously fence sitting way. Yeah. Like you can listen to that speech literally as a fucking Christo fascist and be like, Yeah, I need to take back my country. Or you can listen to that speech as an anti fascist and be like, Yeah, I need to take back my fucking country and they don't care because they just expect your baseline love for America to bring in those bucks for Daddy Bruckheimer
2: yeah when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and provide new guards for their future security people don't talk that way anymore Beautiful, huh? No idea what you said. It means if there's something wrong, those who have the ability to take action have the responsibility to take action.
0: That whole scene was fucking laborious. It
2: really <laughs>
1: was. And as they're talking about like this, um, I w- I don't even want to call it. it's not it's less Ocean's Eleven and more Rivers Five and a Half. Yeah, like the way that they're talking about breaking into the National Archives mm-hmm. and what they're gonna do and this. Sometimes 3D Vault, uh, was giving me big N64 Goldeneye vibes. Like it much. was not
0: great. It wasn't. It honestly wasn't. It was such a terrible transition. With most heist movies, which this is a, ostensibly a heist adventure movie. Yeah, there's something bigger that's going on, and you're being sure. clued into it. But this really just seems like a fucking dick measuring contest. And I don't, literally and, it, and it, I don't want to see their dicks for and about like some of
1: the weirdest kind of white dudes like uh, Ben uh, pulls out an Edison quote here that's supposed to give us half a chub. Edison was a dick bag, too. Yes. Question, Edison was terrible. I question your heroes, Benjamin. Yeah. Um. I, it, again here I have a note he's a chode but Riley can drill my pipe and slide his cable in anytime he wants to I don't know do why have
0: competition that I don't be worried about no
1: you? I don't know why I'm like this because <laughs> it, again I hate this person I, know. I hate the character of Riley but he's easy on the eyes I kind of imagine he's a little bit of a brother to um Ryan the temp on the office because him. Oh, yeah. this actor and BJ Novak kind of look alike in they a weird way do, yeah. Um, with the tech guy from Alias as like their, their chubby little brother.
0: Oh, my God. Right? We've just I've recreated
1: the Three Stooges with like, Ryan Murphy brings <laughs> you the Three Stooges is what it is. Uh, this video UI of the cameras in the National Archives. Yeah. It looks like it's Winamp. It looks like they're yeah. running.
0: You <laughs> want to talk about this, the, the fucking <laughs> HP sponsored oh everything? God. Got, like this app has HP all over it. Yeah. HP's not making security camera no. software to hack into other security Although, cameras.
1: Although, is it them or Dell that does Wolf Security now?
0: They've got no idea I use my phone to hack the OS on that printer over there. And why would they? Not one printer in this place has built-in malware protection. Now, while they're all busy watching a little something I
2: threw up on the control panel... Just look at your screen. I can intercept all their print jobs until I find the info I'm looking for.
1: Yeah, it's HP. Yeah.
0: So they do security now. Maybe they were doing it in the day.
1: Either way, it didn't look like
0: this. No, it didn't. It was definitely a Winamp skin. It was, (laughs) it was, it was. was Controlled by with a fucking Microsoft flight sim (laughs) stick. Yeah. Completely unnecessary. Like it didn't make, it was just like, what can we use that makes it look like he's doing something more than just using a fucking computer? I mean, also
1: why is Ben dipping two fingers into his invisible ink? Like it's prom night at the drive-in. Like he was so scoopy with that ink as they're at, um, his dad's house? Are
0: yeah. they at his dad's no, house no, yet? No, 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 no. This, this was before, because this is this is all he. I mean, he makes the line, you know. Huh.
2: What? I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence.
0: We're trying to set up all this heist stuff, but eh, 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 I don't know. It's just so stupid. The fucking lemons. Also, no security system had fucking keyboards that look like that. No. That's not the way those work. They were fucking keypads on the wall. Biometrics, I can understand. But not a fucking well, like
1: even again in 2004 keyboard. in fucking la- federal landmarks, federal buildings no. in D.C. Just one security guy looking at your badge from a distance going, oh, yeah, you're all right.
0: Yeah. No. And also the fact that Nick Cage is taking pictures of like the security guards and then was like able to get the, the the pass from that from that. Yeah. thing. It's just like, OK. If you're able to do that, but then you have to send a fucking elementary school kid in to go take pictures of all those documents later well, on that in this was movie. Because
1: they didn't want Ian to see them doing it.
0: Give the fucking kid a camera.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying.
0: They could have just taken pictures, gone back to wherever they were, and we wouldn't have. Like, Would have it,
1: been much less conspicuous than this tiny child running across
0: traffic. Writing number, (laughs) like going up and like doing the calculation. That's so stupid. Just the, the, the use of technology. It's It's,
1: whenever it serves the story. The technology is what the story needs it to be in that moment. I feel
0: like. And then, and then we forget that that technology exists 20 minutes later. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. This really does bring me back to the idea that like, why is Nick Cage not working with Ian? Like at this point, they could have easily got the declaration of independence and not destroyed it.
1: Yeah, I think we're meant to believe that like Ian means the document or something harm. But he, it's I don't think he does. Swiss though. cheese. It's Swiss cheese. It really
0: is because it doesn't. Even if they were going to steal it at that point, if he was going to do anything that was going to harm it at that point, is when I would say that's when we need a turn. That's when they should be trying to save the Declaration of Independence and then go and try to do all. It just again, it's it's lazy. And you would have still been able to do the same story beats. You would have still been able to do the rest of the movie. We're not, I'm not trying to give like, you know, Hey, we've solved the problem, but like I'm saying Da Vinci uh,
1: code is just as goofy, but it's far better executed. And Tom Hanks is much more pleasant to watch for two and a half hours.
0: That's true. Who's the villain in that one?
1: I forget who the ultimate villain is, but they're pursued by an albino monk.
0: Oh, also, is this just one big ad for the government? Well, yes. (laughs)
1: well it's a big ad for nationalism
0: and it just i just i don't know and again like you said in the year 2022 this just doesn't hit no
1: at all is there a term for being sexually aroused by one's uh national heritage slash history because that's really like this is really for those guys who are gently rubbing their inner thigh as they hear historical facts yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. my point is This movie is for people who get hard on history and that's really all I have left in this scene.
0: Yeah. I I mean, the the only other thing I would say is that just the unmotivated camera movements the whooshing that happens whenever the camera was moving especially in the, the the heist scene
1: honestly i think they were aiming at 10 to 13 14 year old boys because even the dialogue and the direction is still to fuck it's almost like they had a youth consultant pass yeah it, they sound like little boys it
0: really really they treat really does. Her, they
1: treat the woman in this film like little boy like it's
0: just well and again it's just it all is flimsy too but like you know, don't be, don't, be don't, be don't be suspicious.
2: Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be
0: suspicious. The conversation that happens between uh a fucking Riley. Riley No no no. A- at the party between what's her name? Um Abigail. Abigail and Ben. Yes. Thank
2: you. A, a toast, yeah. To high treason. That's what these men were committing when they signed the declaration. Had we lost the war, they would have been hanged, beheaded, drawn and quartered, and oh, oh, my personal favorite, had their entrails cut out and burned. <laughs> yeah. So, here's to the men who did what was considered wrong in order to do what they knew was right. What they knew was right.
0: Just awful and it's not weird. even funny it's weird it's not even funny like I can't even see how that would be funny no. in 2004 no maybe, Frustrating. maybe
1: we were it was the simpler time
0: especially when four-wheeling a food truck was like the the highlight of this movie for me
1: <laughs> all right shall we we shall At his father Patrick's house, Ben and the group study the Declaration and discover a cipher written in invisible ink that refers to the silence do-good letters written by Benjamin Franklin, once owned by Patrick, and now displayed at the Franklin Institute. Paying a schoolboy to help with the code, the trio discover a message pointing to the bell tower of Independence Hall. Pursued by Ian, they find a hidden pair of glasses with multiple colored lenses which, when used to read the back of the Declaration, reveal a clue pointing to the Trinity Church. Ian's associates chase the trio through Philadelphia until Ben is arrested by the FBI. Abigail and Riley lose the declaration to Ian, but convince him to help rescue Ben in exchange for the next clue. Ian agrees, arranging a meeting at the USS Intrepid where they help Ben evade the FBI. (sighs) Abigail is calling it the document. Yeah. Ian is calling it the document. Yeah. Oh, the document Grab the document. We've lost the document. Yes. It's, it's lazy and i just i feel like they felt like they couldn't keep calling it the declaration when really that's what it is just call it that
0: just mean the, the declaration there's one extra syllable yeah. so they were saving a syllable
1: and then when they're i guess pulled up in a park outside the national archives because it's not like yeah. they went anywhere they're still in the middle of dc yeah and he's pacing back and forth in front of the van ben treats abigail like absolute shit
2: quiet please How'd you get scans? I know the person who has the originals. Now shush. Why do you need them? She really can't shut her mouth, can she? I'll tell you what. Look, I will let you hold on to this if you'll promise to shut up, please. Thank you. Yes. The way he talks to
1: her and the way he talks about her.
0: Is awful. It's all bad. It really is. And then like, there's that like promise line that happens. I think maybe his mother
1: faked her death because he had to have learned it from somewhere and, and it was absolutely his have. father.
0: But also the fact that like, he was like, we, they had to, he had to stop everything to just think. Right. I'm sorry. You guys are on the run from the fe- from the federal government.
1: Meanwhile, Riley is being an absolute gremlin who needs to be taught <laughs> oh my a God, lesson. he is a to s- gremlin. To smack that! Ah, uh, when he's because he's like talking about, do we have any duct tape to tie her up? You naughty boy. Yeah. Uh, let me show you what it's like to. Sorry, I just gotta.
0: Again, oof. The, the hatred towards women in this is just awful. every
1: man in this film, except for Agent Sidesky is a misogynistic shitheel.
0: Absolutely.
1: Because at least the agent has women on his team that he relies on and treats yes. and speaks to with yes. respect.
2: I guess no something happened, but they don't know what.
0: They got him with a taser at the service entrance. He doesn't
2: remember a thing. Also, we found bullet casings. Did we get a description from the other guards? Which guards? The guards that were fired we got upon. Up. There weren't any other guards on patrol down here. So, who was shooting? Who were they shooting at? And why weren't they getting along? Yes
1: This is where I also have the note that John Voight looks like he's wearing a face over his face (laughs) (laughs) He looks like he feels like Stretch Armstrong
0: I mean Just
1: rubber full of corn syrup
0: Also the And again John Voight
1: Dad
2: Where's the party? Oh well uh, I'm in a little trouble Is she pregnant? Well, if she is, are you going to leave the woman carrying your grandchild standing out in the cold? I look pregnant.
0: Like, she's not like, don't talk about me like I'm not here. It, like, <laughs> what the fuck? I never
1: expect you to quote Steel Magnolias. And I got to say, it. Uh, my heart grew three sizes this day. Oh. Don't talk about me like I'm not here. Oh, 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 oh. she's making some sense now. Yes, she is. It's- Yeah, no, everybody's being shitty to women. Everybody's being shitty to that woman. To her. The only reason she's still here is because she doesn't want anything bad to happen to the Declaration of Independence. She's she's doing the only good thing here. And then she marries into this family? Good night. Well, we assume it's a marriage. I mean, and Anyway, we're ahead of ourselves again. It felt a little racist yeah. that Ian Mm -hmm. questioned the studiousness of this little black child. But maybe I'm just reading too much into it. It felt right in the context of the rest of this movie. It felt a little bit racist.
0: Yeah, it really kind of did.
1: And again, why not just give him a camera?
0: Right, right.
1: A a video camera, even anything.
0: All you had to do was, was, I, I mean, fuck, they had all the technology to fucking hack into, uh, into the camera system right. at that at the the met gala or whatever and the fuck also it was. i
1: have to believe that even in 2004 there would have been images of these letters if they had been donated to the institute they on absolutely the would be
0: on the internet and or the internet at the very a least, thing there would have that... been a
1: direct uh transcription so that you could mm-hmm. still do the cipher exactly he had scans but he didn't have the files of the scans
0: yeah well I mean they were at his house so he couldn't go back to his house but what it, again at the house when they were getting the numbers off of the back of the declaration yeah, of independence getting the cipher. and then there's that one scene where John Voight's like you need to use hate and then they get close on camera and then just
2: I told you you need heat See,
0: who is this movie? It was really, really (laughs) unsettling. And at that point, I wanted to say, "I don't want to watch this movie anymore," because I don't want anything. I don't want that to happen again. And then we get, for whatever reason, John Voight then has another bowl of lemons inside his fridge, including the ones that were already on his kitchen table. How many lemons does one man need?
1: Well. Again, maybe it's part of his regimen. Maybe he just eats a whole lemon a day to stay moist. Oh, he's doing that like
0: lemon cleanse? Taught. I yeah. don't know.
1: So they go to Urban Outfitters to yeah. change because they look conspicuous. Mm-hmm. And he treats a, a minimum wage employee like shit. Absolutely um, After he's given her a hundred dollar bill And he hands the declaration over to Abigail
0: uh-huh.
2: Here I have this uh, diver's watch It's called a Submariner I dive with it It's actually quite valuable You can use it as collateral Whatever. Thank you On the back of a hundred dollar bill Is an etching of Independence Hall Based Hello. on a painting done in the thank you, in the 1780s Who And this guy The artist was actually a friend of Benjamin Franklin's It's wonderful Fascinating Hold this Okay I'm not going anywhere, I think that if we look at this clock tower, we may find the specific time.
1: He actually trusts her now because she's listening for once i I hate this turn.
0: I really do too. I hate this turn. I hate that she's effectively there's stockholm syndrome has, has yes. set in, and it's it's not great no.
1: Well, and the clue that they're solving here is that, you know, um, it would have been a particular shadow from the bell tower at a particular time. And mm-hmm. Riley's, oh, 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 I know something you don't about daylight savings. Oh, 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 all of this that completely ignores that in 1776, the relationship to the earth and the sun would have been. A little bit different. Yes. And the shadow being cast by the building would depend on the time of year. Yes. Generally, there's no way they would have been able to get the exact brick just off of a hundred dollar bill.
0: No, it's, it's really, really stupid. And like, but also Benjamin Franklin would have been aware of that. And, and to think that he wasn't aware of that or had had put this together and not have like, he would have included more information. That's what he he would have said. Like it's on a certain date. Now I honestly if it was like, actually, I've done the calculation and it's actually tomorrow at this time that it would like uh, be the time when they needed to go. But they wouldn't be
1: able to do that calculation at the
0: counter at fucking Urban Outfitters? They wouldn't have been able to, but at least, uh, even if it was that, like, even if it was something as much as like, oh, but that date is tomorrow, it would have at least added a little bit more believability. But like, yeah. that took me out because both of us, I, at one point, asked Josh in the middle of it, wait, the time of year?
1: And I, I said, and I already took the note. He already so put a note. Yeah, down. It's, it's already just, in there.
0: It's just, again, Swiss cheese.
1: And then they get another history boner when he's talking about the last time the declaration was in this room was when it was signed. It's like Oh, that
2: circle gotta, jerk. <laughs> guys. What? It's just that the last time this was here, it was being signed. Then there's another
1: tour coming. Turn over. Guys, we get it. We get it. You love these slave owning white men. I mean I mean
0: it's it's such it's such a like romanticization.
1: Yeah, and then when they split up because Ian's in pursuit after they found this one specific brick, what, just one try. Yeah. Just one try, and they're running. Abigail and Riley are going one way, and Ben's going the other. Riley straight up. barrel rolls a woman onto the fucking
0: street as he's running yes. away. He does not care about Doesn't women. Doesn't care at fucking all. It's
1: it's almost comical at this point.
0: It really is. It Swiss cheese. It is really Swiss cheese. The last note I had for this section...
1: That cell phone that they call Ben on when he's in FBI custody. I had that same Motorola model when I was in college. That's cute. I know, right? Memories Uh. of technology gone past. Shall we wrap this up?
0: Yeah, let's get out of here.
1: God. Ian returns the declaration and asks for the next clue, revealing he has kidnapped Patrick as a hostage. They travel to the Trinity Church, where they find an underground passage that appears to lead to a dead end, lit by a lone lantern. Patrick and Ben claim it is a reference to the midnight ride of Paul Revere, whereupon Ian traps the group and heads to the Old North Church in Boston. Ben realizes the scum pipe fits into a wall, opening a large chamber containing the treasure. Ben contacts Sadusky, who is actually a Freemason, and willingly surrenders the declaration and the treasure's location. Thanks to a tip from Ben, Ian is arrested by the FBI and sent to prison in Ben's place. Ben turns down the original finder's fee for only 1% of the value, which is apparently still quite a lot.
2: Oh Ben, you know the key to running a convincing bluff. Every once in a while, you've got to be holding all the cards.
1: the beginning of this part the note that i had was oh no you could not my my father john voight whatever will i do (laughs) i mean emphasis mine like it's fine take him he's kind of an ass pretty much
0: i mean bye
1: he treats women like shit bye
0: basically and it also is just it, it doesn't make any sense to me that like that uh that this henchman is carrying around a giant wrench that's what i had was he it? looks
1: like he was he oh, that's picking right. up weapons from streets of rage. Yes, he was. <laughs> why do you have a fucking nautical wrench? Like, what is it? Looks really like something stupid. out of a fucking Tom of Finland ad.
0: But also, I get the, and they even have the line that it's under like the graveyard of the Trinity Church, and that's why nobody saw this. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but that whole underground chamber was. Fucking huge. Yeah. And they had subway systems that were running apparently parallel to it. It doesn't make any sense. It
1: really doesn't.
2: Right under the Trinity graveyard. That's probably why no one ever found this. What is that? Subway.
1: And even... I mean, I hate to agree with John Voight, but yes, obviously these stairs are going to be rickety as shit. And you won't find my fat ass on them. And how no. are any of them as intact as they are? If there's if the fucking F train is going by 10 feet away.
0: But also the perfectly good elevator that did not fail going up and down in either direction. No. It all, why didn't they all just get on that?
1: But also how is how is the wood rotted? But the rope isn't
0: the fact that all of these uh, torches were just ready to be just- lit. Fine. And also, why send fucking John Voight first? Yeah, don't why wouldn't you have someone more spry go ahead?
1: Why, why turn around to your henchman and say, "If I don't come out, use your imagination."
2: Right, McGregor, Victor, you stay here, and if anyone should come out without me, well, use your
1: imagination. If you don't come out, sweetie, they're not getting paid yeah if you don't come out they could fuck off job done as far as i'm concerned pretty
0: much what do they owe him nothing no there's there's no damn thing yeah
1: i feel like all of act three on this movie were like hastily sketched notes on about five pages
0: well and it's also (laughs) one of those things where it's just like
1: get to the church they go down the stairs it gets
0: wildly less and unimagin unimaginative as we progress yes
1: and so they get to this passage with the one lantern and riley's so mad this is it
2: we came all this way for a dead end yes there's got to be something more riley there's nothing more another clue no there are no more clues that's it okay it's over end of the road the treasure's gone moved taken somewhere else
1: it's just the hissy fit. I kept I kept expecting him to sarcastically be like, was it the friends we made along the way? It or really was it the have... light that was inside you the whole time?
0: It really, it really was stupid. And like, why? Why did we need to have, again, another false start, whatever, uh, through all of this? And then suddenly... The, Act
1: the... two ended three times. It
0: really <laughs> did.
1: And then it's like, oh, just a little bit of a light dusting and oh, it's the all-seeing eye. Oh, I'm gonna make three more connections, and oh, I just gotta push on this stone that hasn't been touched since this passageway was carved, and it's just gonna with me and my I'm dad. Sorry, we're rust. just gonna slide this slide this door along.
0: There's just no way that that what stuff would happening? have continued to have been functional, literally hundreds of hundreds years since of anyone like, was yeah.
1: down here, and that moves just that stone's just gonna grind right out of the way. Yeah, no, thank you. And then they find it, the spoils of colonization and Christian fascism. Huzzah! just a whole fucking room of treasures from every culture yeah. that white Christian men have said, fuck you. This is mine. I mean, basically, <laughs> basically it's actually quite progressive to me that Benjamin, the character yeah. said it implies that the treasure should be redistributed to their place of origin. Um, yeah. Because wow. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like the treasure room in Aladdin, but it's literally like all the things that Catholics <laughs> and Christians have stolen. Over I the mean, past basically, thousand
0: years. It's so fucking stupid. See, and in
1: in uh, the Da Vinci Code, the treasures just you know uh, the friends we made along the way. No, it's actually Mary Magdalene.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we got to wrap this movie. We up. really do. I I was just gonna say the fact that like Sadusky ends up being a Mason and then is just like. Well, we actually knew about this already and we're just going to like what I have what what nonsense. Total nonsense. What fucking nonsense. And
1: then that the fucking, you know, is that they they got a lot of money, but not as much money as they could have.
0: Yeah, like what's one percent of ten billion? A
1: hundred million.
0: Wow. You're good at calculation.
1: I know, right? Which means they got fifty million each.
0: Yeah, which, is that enough
1: to get a what was that a Ferrari?
0: Yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. Those are that was probably like a six hundred thousand dollar car. Oh, fair. But like
1: once once there's enough zeros, it doesn't actually have any value to the average person. It's it, just
0: it really doesn't. <laughs> but also the fact that. Ben gets the girl in the end and they're holding hands and as makes, they're walking past. What do just, you
1: care? You got the girl. What do you care? You were bitter old queen.
0: Yeah. And you're not
1: even 30 yet,
0: Riley? Yeah. And not even able to drive the car that he got. Like it's it's just why spend the money on it if you don't know how to drive it. It's bitch. just so bleh. What a what a what a terrible way to just end the movie. This
1: movie ends the way a Balloon sounds Like if you have a balloon with air And you're going to let the air out But you get it covered in water first Yeah That sound No it's a high pitched wet sound That slowly fades That's how this movie ended Yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. Uh, Anyway Well that's National Treasure Surprising
1: no one This movie made a shit ton of money It did
0: The budget was a hundred million dollars What did it make 347.5
1: 347.5 million. Jesus Christ. It more than tripled its money. Ha! Machi. Critics score. Critics said 46%. Yeah. I feel like I am with the critics. Absolutely. Philip Wunsch from the Dallas Morning News said there's this one's no treasure, but it features a few interesting baubles and gave it a C.
0: Then we've got Stephanie Sacherik, uh from Salon.com says uh, as document goes, this one tastes like cardboard. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Roger Ebert, uh, Chicago Sun-Times, National Treasure is so silly that the Monty Python version could use the same screenplay line for line. I think that's being kind. It is
0: really kind. Like uh, the,
1: Audiences liked it more than critics did. Yeah, 76%. They,
0: yeah. So, And I tried to scroll back to get as far back in Rotten Tomatoes uh, comment history to get it as close to when it came out. Um, and after about 10,000 clicks, I ended up at 2008 and I said, I'm not going any further. So sure. um, Tanner L gave it five stars in 2008 oh, uh, saying one of the best movies ever. Love Jerry Bruckheimer movies. <laughs>
1: he actually says love Jerry movies. <laughs>
0: Bruckheimer movies. I couldn't believe this was done by the producers of the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy. Nicholas Cage is great as usual. Uh, Jerry Brokheimer is the best (laughs) Best film yet Overall this movie is perfect Repeat Repeat perfect perfect For Indiana Jones film series
1: Oh no (laughs) Stephanie V Two and a half stars Ha 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 I have been forced to watch this too many times My dad is obsessed with US history Parenthetical The acting was less than mediocre Ooh but the directing was satisfactory disagree i've kind of grown to like the plot dot 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 to a certain extent don't ask me to recite the script because i probably can
0: now i Stephanie, have i have a question yeah the acting and directing are immediately related so how can the acting be bad but the directing be good i can't imagine because the director is directing I the acting like Stephanie
1: was like 14 when she wrote that I guess Bless your heart uh, Stephanie.
0: Sarah D gave it a half star in Ooh. 2007 this is as far back as I would go uh, saying I hate this movie it's the worst ever oh god I am so tired of books and movies that use made-up crap of fake historians I get just frustrated watching the humor is for kids and not witty sarcastic adults with some intelligence which I kind of agree
1: yeah Strong words from the user comments despite the fact that the score is seven. Worse. Yeah. Um, no awards worth mentioning. We got a little bit of trivia.
0: Yeah. The water in the reflecting pool in the uh, Abraham Lincoln Memorial um was actually drained. Mm. So they had to digitally add it in. Um and they had to do that same thing in Forrest Gump, which was in nineteen ninety four was also done in nineteen ninety four. So uh or ten years later, because they, they just they drain it from time to time. And sure. so they they did the same thing, which is interesting.
1: The movie suggests that something is written on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Well, a cipher and a few things. Yeah. Um, it is true that something is written on the back. Uh, the writing on the back reads, Original Declaration of Independence dated 4th July 1776 and it appears on the bottom of the document upside down. While no one knows for certain who wrote it, it is known that early in its life, the large parchment document was rolled up for storage, so it is likely that the notation was added simply as a label.
0: Which is I, I, it's kind of a fun little little yeah. fact. Um on the DVD, uh, the director, John Turteltaub said that uh, the movie was originally supposed to be four hours oh, long. Oh, yeah, I mentioned that. No, thank you. And also, the DVD had hidden menus. Of course it did.
1: <laughs> the timely shadow clue is very unreliable, as we mentioned, even with Rayleigh's Daylight Savings Time clue. The shadow of the sun would be different depending on the seasons of the year. Yeah, and again, 200 years. As we learned from Moon Knight, uh, yeah. the stars shift. And, they did. And, you know, Kanshu wasn't here to help
0: them. Isn't it great when writers are actually, like, competent?
1: Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't expect any of them to be listening to this, but hey, no. this this screenplay was I don't have, I mean, I I feel like I've laid it all out on the table. Yeah. Um we uh, this was bananas.
0: It really was. It just I I don't I didn't like this I I didn't like this at all. No. I I really like there wasn't anything that I was like, "Oh, this is fun. I'm having a good time. I know this is corny and cheesy." It just, just didn't, I, it didn't suspend my disbelief in any sort of sense. No. And all I could just, all that I was seeing was just bad Nicholas Cage. Yeah.
1: Bad history, bad. I'm even yawning directly into the mic. That's how over this I am. Yeah. My goodness.
0: Truly, it's yeah, truly, it's truly. Not,
1: meh, meh. I hope we didn't ruin it for anybody, but I don't
0: care too much. No, not at all. But
1: uh, <laughs> if this is a favorite of yours, uh, maybe I question your taste a little bit.
0: A little bit. A little bit. Because this not is, again... A little
1: bit, because we don't want to lose you as a listener.
0: No, we don't want to do that. But, you know, they treat women in this movie terribly. And that's
2: so just, awful.
1: And that's just... And that's, uh,
0: that's really where I was just like, okay, so this is a movie about treating women terribly and our government.
1: old slaveholders. Yeah.
0: I ain't not into it. Nope. Not into it.
1: Clancy, where they, Can they find us on social media?
0: They can find us at NonPlusPod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.
1: Yes! And you can... Head to patreon.com slash making mischief to join the mischief media Patreon uh, uh page network. Yeah. Pay, become a patron. Um, If for some reason you're curious to know a little bit more about Black Bolt, um, <laughs> we're currently going through the Inhumans for our Patreon stoof. Also make sure that you um follow us on your podcasting platform of preference. Yeah. Uh, rate, review,
0: subscribe, leave a message.
1: Oh, and where can they email us if they want to send us suggestions or sassy clapbacks
0: Well they can do that at suggestions at nonpluspod.com
1: delightful yeah well do you have anything else
0: uh just that I, there's a second movie and I'm not looking forward to it
1: no there's only one national treasure that I care about you know which one that is what you
0: oh my god oh my goodness that
1: over there is my husband Clancy and
0: over there is my beautiful and uh uh don't hurt yourself is my beautiful husband Josh?
1: And this has been non plus So non-fucking-plussed. So non-plussed. Ugh. Ugh.
0: Now, did you did you see the thing that did you find the thing that we hid in this in this episode? Well, yeah. Maybe you'll have to listen to it again and find out.
1: It's yeah. You got to use lemon on the show description notes, mm-hmm. and it'll the invisible font will. Reveal that
0: this movie was fucking trash it's too,
1: it's it's so late I, my my brain is fried Hey, bye why have you done this to me grab the document we've lost the document and remember to get 15 percent off your first loot crate order click our very special link in the episode description and use code NONPLUST at checkout
0: to get 15 percent off your purchase get your geek in the box what geek in the box girl you're gonna get us into trouble i'll get to that <laughs>